Good morning, everybody. Let's see if we're live. I have a funny one for you today. I sure hope so. I sure hope it's funny, but I think it is. We're going to talk about mental and physical health. We're going to talk about how the Grinch would never have gotten myocarditis if he didn't listen to the Who and Whoville. And how the Grinch was actually the good guy uh, in that story. And we're also going to talk about Christian and Jewish identity and moving forward what that means. So I hope that sounds fun to you guys. Kyneton, let's start off as the people come in. I know I'm, a, I'm actually late and early. I said 10.10. It's 10.07. It's usually 10. So as the people come in, I'll read some super chats. But we're going to talk about uh, Seth Dillon at the Daily Bee. What's it called? The Busy Bee, Babylon Bee. Hey, George. Come here. What's up, buddy? What are you doing? He, he uh, did a little commentary on, on comedy, and of course, it should vindicate me over all these years of making fun of blacks and Jews and gays, but obviously it won't. Christo Judeo Valleys. Well, Trial Jubar, I think a, a lot of Christians are facing a similar problem as Jews when it comes to identity, because E. Michael Jones confronted Ben Shapiro about uh, abortion at a little talk. And it was profound what Shapiro said, because they really don't have an identity. And I think uh, Christians have a better identity, but it still wavers a bit. And then what does it mean to be a comedian? What does it mean to not have sacred cows? Because I've been getting a lot of SJW butthurt behavior, making fun of the quote unquote apostle Paul, who I believe was a fed. I mean, the dude glowed in the dark. All right. And uh, how it's just about power. Like right now, it's the Jews and the ADL and all these and the gays and the trans that, that seem like they're the victims and you can't do jokes around them and everything. But in reality, it's anybody that gets the power. So that, let's just start with this as Kyneton rolls in. Seth Dillon says, There are two questions every comedian must ask himself when writing a joke. Is that funny? And will it end my career because it offends the most powerful but insecure people in the world who mitigate mockery at their expense by self-identifying as oppressed and powerless? Okay, that, that sounds like he's being based, but he's not. The only question is, number one, is it funny? Because I know right now people are saying, oh, finally, we're talking about the Jews. Finally, finally, finally. It, it'll, it can switch at any time. It's just all about liars and Satanists and, and uh, worldly power guys. Because ever since I, I've been making fun of, um, quote unquote, Paul all week, and to see the visceral anger coming from some so-called Christians is so eye-opening. And as someone who had a father who was uh, suicidal my whole childhood, like threatening to not be a bear anymore or threatening to leave doesn't work on me. You can't leave fast enough. There was even someone in the Telegram chat that was like, I just don't know if I can handle this anymore. Ever since he's been making fun of Paul, I just don't want to listen. Block, ban. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I, I was raised, the guy that I loved the most in the world would always uh, threaten suicide as a kid. So I learned how to, how to never, ever, ever allow someone to use my love for them or the fact I want them to stick around as uh, a tool against me. The, the Paul jokes are great. He's sketchy as shit. And he's not God. And I actually think he did a lot of damage to Christianity. 
<laughs> you know, and that's my opinion. And if you want to be an SJW and hold your little uh, and hold your little pearls, then then that's why they do that with George Floyd or the fact they're sodomites. So, oh no, but, but, but oh. like listening to all these churchians uh, in the bitch dude comments, be like blasphemy, blasphemy. I I just like to follow them around one day and watch them go into like a gas station. Do you point out that they're selling lottery tickets? No, you'd probably buy one, right? Because maybe you can get that billion dollars or whatever. Gambling super against Christianity, but you have no problem. You probably have a bachelor bachelor party at the casino. You don't care because your identity is Christian. You don't care about the laws or the rules or, you know, your connection to God. You care about your identity, just like what the Jews did, you know? And it's like, I'd, I'd love to see these people walk through the grocery stores, you know? That woman's not wearing a head covering. They're selling lottery tickets. Oh, good God, the, 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 the financial system's all usury. That man has used... It's like, uh, you're a liar, dude, and I can see it, right? <laughs> you know, I think that the Apostle Paul was a Fed. And I don't mean FBI. I mean he was working for, back then, the Federal Reserve. And he glowed. He glowed in the dark. I mean, look at him. You know, he's a little big-nosed gremlin guy. And I'm not saying that just the way you look has anything to do with, uh, with uh, you know, your behavior. But I know a lot of the same people that are mad at me about Paul believe in physiognomy. And the Apostle Paul was worse than Jeffrey Epstein, right? I mean, clearly worse. I mean, he did way worse stuff. And he's not God. And so people go, oh, Saint Paul? Am I allowed to make fun of Mother Teresa? Isn't she sainted now? Is it Saint Mother Teresa? She was part of human sex trafficking, allegedly. Like, very allegedly. Mother Teresa was a criminal. All right? And she was a cruel, childless wretch. And so in a thousand years, am I going to have... The, is it going to be the same people that are like, Oh, how dare you? Mother Teresa is, is God, is saint. No, Mother Teresa sucked, blatantly. So much testimony about her abuse, human trafficking, scams. I think Paul was a piece of shit. And so if you're going to uh, grab your little, um, your, your, your pearls, and then we'll, let's talk about what it means to be a Christian. Because I'm wrestling with the identity, and I know a lot of you guys are too. You know, that's why I want to talk today about physical health, raw milk, mental health, what does it mean to be a Trump supporter? What does it mean to be a Republican? What does it mean to be a Christian or a Jew or, you know, whatever, or a Muslim? And uh, Mother Teresa's physiognomy was awful. Yeah, and there was also tons of testimony that she was part of human sex trafficking. You know, I don't think the comedy scene was popping under Pope Innocence II, guys. This, this isn't just Jews. It has to do with power. Oh, I'll show you that in a minute. That's wicked funny. Wait till we talk about the Grinch. The Grinch was the good guy. The Who's gave him, uh, the Who, World Health Organization, gave him myocarditis. That's why his uh, heart exploded. You know, uh, Christmas isn't a Christian holiday, right? Today we're going to slaughter some sacred cows. Okay, so what I said with this is, so Seth Dillon says, the only questions a comedian should ask is, is it funny and will it end my career? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, nope. Comedians are only concerned with number one, is it funny? That's why I know I have a large Christian audience, but I'll make fun of Paul all day long. I know it bothers you. That's my point. 
my job is to humorously, humorously offend people. Paul's job apparently was to murder Christians and then hide behind Rome. All right, number, uh, and so I said, um, it's only number one, and there is no static victim group that's always offended. It keeps changing. Look how whiny and offended the quote-unquote Christians have been this week because I accurately pointed out that parentheses, 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 Paul was probably a fed. The dude glowed in the dark. I've had more threats to not, you're not, oh, I'm not going to listen to you. Good. That's why I'm like, uh, not always the best alpha. That's why I could never go into politics because I want people to leave that want to threaten me like that. Some of the comments under this post were ridiculous. Oh, people are going nuts. I, I, Paul, oh, do you, do you act like that when you walk into a, a gas station, they're selling lottery tickets when they're extracting uh, money from your community through gambling. You ever drink, you ever, you know, it's like, how, how pure do you keep your life? So you're offended by the community. And I, and I like pointing this out to people because it's not about the Jews. It's not about the trans or the blacks or the, whoever's the victim group is because they have an element of power. If Christians regain the power from the Jews, they would act just like this. Hopefully not, but from my experience, they would. They would say, how dare you go into this, this, the, the Pope? So when Pope Francis is uh, sainted, are people going to be allowed to criticize him for having meetings with Chelsea Clinton and Pfizer and all this? And, and you know, or, or no, is he off limits? Because a comedian can't have sacred cows. Nothing's off limits for the comedian. And as soon as people readapt to the Jews and say, oh, we can finally make fun of the Jews, great. Well, how about Paul? You know? <laughs> yeah, imagine if Martin Luther's 95 Theses had a comment section. Exactly. Can you imagine? Oh, they wanted to burn him alive, huh? This time of year always uh, brings out the bannings at least three years running. Yes, this is the time of the year to burn the dead wood. And it's good for the community. I'm not looking for just numbers. If you... Laugh along at my song, That Nigger Stole My Bike, and how I can call George Floyd a fentanyl addict and make fun of Jews with their clip dicks and all that, but you cannot allow me to make fun of the fact that Paul was a mass murderer of Christians and probably full of shit? Oh no, but that's sacred to me! Well then you suck. Luther was a big Paul guy. I don't care. I don't care. Endorsements, I don't care. See, this is one thing about me, and I know a lot of you guys understand this, but if every single person in the world was a big Paul guy and I wasn't, I wouldn't. I just don't have that DNA where I go along with the, with the retards. Like, okay, let's talk about the, uh, the Grinch. So the Grinch was actually the, good, the Christian in this movie. He was the good guy who at the end made a mistake and listened to the World Health Organization and then got myocarditis. I, like, do you see how humorous that is? How many sacred cows that goes against, but how fucking great it is? It's as if that joke has been hanging in the air for years, and I just took it off and ate it. Think about how funny that is. The Who's in Whoville, World Health Organization. He was trying to stop the pagan ritual of Christmas. And I celebrate Christmas, but I admit it's pagan, because I like to keep... You know, I'm, I'm struggling with my Christian identity. I wear polyester, you know, I eat bacon, 
I get it. What, like, what does it mean to be Christian? I, I, these are things I struggle with. But the Grinch was trying to stop the pagans from celebrating Christmas in Whoville. And the minute he gave in to them, they gave him myocarditis. He might as well have been vaccinated. I'm a big Paul guy and still here. BB's points are valid. Doesn't negate the Bible. Solomon was literally the worst king ever and also wrote the Bible. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- th- that's the point. You can be a Paul guy and still be here. Do you know how many opinions I have? That- there isn't a single bear that agrees with me on everything. I don't agree with me on everything. So if that is your standard where you can't listen to a comedian who's hilarious, who has great homesteading and health advice because, because uh, you disagree with me on something, then your life sucks and I don't want you around. And I mean that. And that isn't me like projecting or, you know, being a special boy or anything like that. I truly don't like people that act like that. You know, like me and Amy have been through hell together. We've been in huge fights. We broke up once. One thing Amy never, ever, ever did or does is threaten to leave me. And that's, I'm pretty bad with that. You know, if someone threatens to leave me or tries to use my love for them as a lever to control me, they're gone. And so just know that about me. Like those little threats of like, well, I'll unsubscribe to unauthorized. I will burn your money in my fucking wood stove. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I know I'm not the only one in this chat that had a suicidal parent, but it does like make you very, very cold to any threats of abandonment, suicide. Like if someone threatens suicide with me, I'm like, would you like a gun? Do you want to, would you like me to tie you a noose? Because I won't put up with that shit. Actually suicidal people that could use like a pep talk or love or something like that. They don't threaten it. They just start acting a little distant you know, they, they, they're not, like, they don't have the same life force. Like, those people I recommend giving a call, maybe go for a walk with them. Uh, I'm not saying to not be compassionate for depressed people. But the ones who threaten you by removing their love from you um, or their support to change your behavior, especially when your behavior is not wrong, I have every right. Not only do I have a right to make fun of the Apostle Paul, I'm doing you a service whether you understand it or not. That dude is not God. That dude changed some of Jesus' teachings. That dude murdered Christians. He was a short, big-nosed little grabbler and was probably a fed. All right? Now, if he wasn't, if you love him, that's great. But it's something to think about. Don't get me wrong. I love eating bacon too. I love the whole thing about dick snipping. Great. Thanks, Paul. But, you know, if I'm going to do that nigger stole my bike, but I can't make fun of Paul, if I'm going to make fun of Jews smashing chickens and saying, you're the bad one, or like their little stupid hats or, or like how they like lie all the time or their sook is tense, uh, then if you think I'm not going to make fun of Christianity, that would make me a shill. That would actually make me a bad person. Paul probably switched sides for power. Exactly. Exactly. He saw where the tide was moving. You know, it's like, he's like Charlie Kirk or Prager Yee. 
And just the confusion that Paul brought to a lot of uh, God-fearing Christians, God-loving Christians. I don't like them. And if that, if that drives you crazy, that's something you should really think about. Now, something else to think about is that the Grinch should never have allowed the Who to vaccinate him with their pagan holiday because he got myocarditis. I bet right after the end of this movie, the Grinch died. And then his little dog was probably adopted by some lesbian. All right. I'm not big on the people who keep saying what, what he really meant was, oh no, it's exactly like Trump. Like, let's look at Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's what Donald Trump tweeted on April 30th, 2020. Despite reports to the contrary, Sweden is paying heavily, I won't even do it, for its decision to not lock down. As of today, probably some Gematria people have died there. A much higher number than the neighboring countries of Norway, Finland, or Denmark. The United States made the correct decision. He hired Fauci. He was pro-lockdown. He spearheaded Project Warp Speed. He claims to be the father of the vaccine. He calls it a miracle from God. Guys, they couldn't force anyone to lock down. Oh, we'd still be in a lockdown. The lockdown was always, always voluntary. How on earth could a very small group of people get hundreds of millions of Americans to stop working, to stop going to school, to, to lock themselves up and wear a mask? It was all influence. And Donald Trump was one of the absolute front runners of the whole thing. And when I was making fun of him and people said, oh, how dare you? He's the resurrection of King David. He's going to stop the pedophilia. He had to, Big Bear. But what he really meant, he sucks. Okay? Oh, no, but we would have been locked down for 10 more years. The fact they got people to lock down at all was because of Trump. Okay? I never locked down. I never stayed in my house. I never wore a mask. I never got vaccinated. I know my friend who owns gyms in Los Angeles never closed. Gym in Los Angeles. And he trains like the richest, snootiest celebrities in the world. He never stopped. It was always a choice. Oh, the liberals would have done it. No, they would No, they couldn't because they can't. They, there's no way. That's not how free will works. All right. Um, so this video made me laugh a lot. Where the hell is it? Oh yeah, this is great. It's so true. This boring sack of shit. Hopefully someday go back to their homes. This is boring. boring. We're boring. boring. Tell we, some jokes. This is something. Entertain this us. Is, this is boring. Come on. So. Very important. We're bored. This is. Are you serious? This is boring. This is boring. We came here to be entertained. This is boring. I'm so bored. I love you, but this is really boring. Donald, you're boring. 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 That was perfect. Those guys understand comedy. Because Trump, the whole appeal is that he was funny, and that that he was entertaining. He's not a good leader. He's not a good politician. He's not a good person. He's just funny. And so the whole thing was just to wear a red hat and be like, yeah, this guy, right? He's so he was a comedian. The irony is, is I was more of a leader during COVID than Donald Trump. 
As Donald Trump was encouraging everyone to lock down, get vaccinated, and wear a mask, I crowdfunded a piece of property where we had we shot two documentaries, had a wedding, tons of get-togethers, encouraged everyone to stand strong, not get vaccinated, not wear the mask, you know, have children, start to use their their um, stimulus checks to get greenhouses. I actually was a leader during COVID. Donald Trump wasn't. He was what's called a parasitic profiteer. Okay, and the chickens are coming home to roost. And if you want, if you think that someone like me that has held their line during something like COVID is going to be intimidated by a bunch of dirty, hypocritical, churchy and freaks telling me I can't make fun of Paul, you have another thing coming, guys. And feel free to take your support and get the fuck out of here, man. Someone like me doesn't do things for money. And I know that that makes that that or like numbers. And I, I realize that that is something that uh, impedes me from being a better businessman or a better alpha male or whatever, but I'm not. I'm just, that's not, I'm an artist. Trunk is the biggest grifter there is. Do you guys remember how much flack I got when I was doing the, the Q-Tard stuff? Let's, uh, let's take a look. Hey, Kyneton, what month and what year did we release the... Uh, that uh, that first Q-tard thing, me and Mountain Bear. I'm like, oh, in the street, in the sewers, oh, Jesus. Oh, how dare you say Jesus? Now, excuse me while I play the lottery. Uh, what? Oh, uh, no, uh, no, you'll excuse me while I have a, while I go to the strip bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Q-tarded squirter. Here we go. So I did this. I did, we did this probably in the end of 2020, okay? Think about how much back, backlash we got from this and how fucking accurate it was, okay? We can't beat the media unless we stay connected to it. The only way Anderson Cooper knows that we're out there, we're the real patriots, we're in the message board every day, ignoring our children and our future. Every day we're in the message board beating the fucking deep state Anderson Cooper's on the ropes. Here comes Hillary. Oh, shit, Trunk. Trunk is showing everybody who's boss by imploding the fucking economy. Now China had to come to the negotiating table or else. How the fuck is Anderson Cooper going to get away from this? Oh, God, I'm squirting. Oh, Jesus. And do you see he's drinking Monster Energy drink? <laughs> he's got he's a Q-tard wearing his red hat, doing nothing, just ignoring his family, being mentally and physically unhealthy, right? And we'll, buy, we'll get into my some mental and physical health stuff. Oh, my God. You don't trust the plan? I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to make you change so that I feel better. And By the way, I'm getting the same thing with the Paul stuff. I'll, I'll pray for you. Oh, I'll pray for you. Oh, if you don't trust the plan and Donald Trump and Key, I pray for you. Because you're lost and you're just a, a bro. You're not Christian. You're a blasphemer. Okay, then I am then. Oh, how dare you? I'm not that type of Christian. My Christian identity is different than that. I, I'm just not. I struggle with what it means to be Christian all the time. Because like, I do celebrate Christmas as a pagan. I wear poly... This, this, this is polyester. Like, I, I don't... I wasn't raised in a strict enough society where I, I feel any shame to go against some of the more mundane laws of God in the Bible. 
And that's something I struggle with. And I wanted to talk about that today. But let me just finish this off. But when people try and say, like, you're, you're blaspheming Paul. No, he, Paul's a guy. Not only is he a guy, he was a murderer. He's not God. These people are worshiping just dudes. I'll say whatever the fuck I want about that little piece of shit, Paul. Polyester. No, it's true. You're not allowed to wear polyester according to the Bible. You're not supposed to mix fibers. You're not supposed to have cheese and meat. Oh, but Paul said we could. Paul sucked. Paul says it's okay to eat food sacrificed to idols. If you reread Paul, you'll see that most Christian uh, identity confusion comes from Paul. Not Jesus. The mixing of fabrics is wool and linen. Well, it doesn't matter. I'd, I'd wear that. Hang on, how do I keep going on this? Where the fuck is it? I'm going to do it is I'm going to say I'm going to pray for you because that means I'm morally superior to you. Of course, I'm never going to pray. I never goddamn pray. All I pray for is I just want things. I think about all the stuff I want and all the people I want to fucking beat up or have Jesus beat him up for me when he comes back because he's fucking kicking ass. And then, you know, that's prayer for me. It's just a, a series of wants and desires and fucking squirting. Okay, so you get it. All right. Someone, uh, Dorn says, isn't everyone picking and choosing what Bible verses to follow how we got in this mess? Yes. And I'm, I'm just honestly struggling with it. I'm not saying this from a high horse. That's why I tell people not to follow me religiously. Like I'm, I'm, I'm less confused than most Christians about identity. Cause I know it's about your internal world, your behavior, your faith, and not about kissing idols and, and going against, you know, biblical law to, to squirt, but I'm, I'm so, I, I have a lot of confusion and I was watching E. Michael Jones, um, you know, I'll play this video now. The Jews have no identity, you know, because there is no the Jews, the majority, Ben Shapiro here admits that the majority of Jews don't even believe or reference God at all. And I don't think Christians are this bad at all. But I can see how it can get there and uh, how like people slowly start, you know, just having an identity instead of having it be a way of life. And I'm guilty of that, too. Mixing wool and linen may have been an identifier fancy pants. I know, I know, but I just use that as an example. I have a Christmas tree. Uh, I don't worship the tree and I can make an argument and justify it, but. Uh, I, you know, my wife doesn't cover her head. I, it's just like, we don't really do the Sabbath, which seems like a very big one. I don't feel guilty about that. I, uh, you know, like the big sins, I do feel guilt and shame and, um, really try to not do it, you know. Don't bear false witness. You know, don't blaspheme God. I really do attempt to do all that stuff. No murdering, no coveting, no adultery. Yeah. But there's a lot that I don't, and I don't even relate to it. And I wonder if that's how we slowly become Jews. Because watch this. And don't watch this like, Ben, isn't head covering, is that Paul? No. I don't don't think so. It sounds like that's something that... uh, I know, some of the shit Paul said is great. Like, bitches should not talk in church. Don't clip the dicks. 
you know, I'm sure if I hung out with Paul, I'd probably get along with him. I just wouldn't let him on my land. Um, I just, he's not God is the whole point. He's not even a prophet in my opinion. I think to worship a prophet after Jesus is makes you a very confused Christian. Paul claims that he got a message from God to change the laws of Christianity. That's the definition of a prophet. Okay, and that's very confusing. When you say, oh, no, false prophet, because the same Christians that tell me I'm going to hell and all this shit, that are vigorously stroking their dicks and scratch-offs, trying to win the lottery, um, they go off about Muhammad, peace be upon him. Because they're like, oh, oh, false prophet. Paul was literally a Jewish murderer who changed the law after claiming that Jesus, that God came to him. Okay. And so that confuses me and I'm trying to not be confused. I struggle. I don't have the right answer, by the way. This is one of those streams where I don't have the right answer. I don't know. I'm just kind of like talking about what's going on in my head. Paul basically warns you against the likes of him. Yeah, I think Paul was a Fed, not FBI, Federal Reserve, who, uh, who was doing a revelation of method. That's why I think that I'm glad he's in the Bible. I really am. I think that part of the Bible is supposed to uh, warn us to discern false prophets. Because I like the Bible. I like the Bible as it is. I'm not trying to rewrite the Bible. I'm just trying to figure out what Paul's role is. I think he's a liar and a murderer and a thief. Oh, you don't forgive? No, it's not. I don't get to forgive people. That's only God does that. I'm just objectively looking at Paul's behavior and he sucked. I do like how much he told women to shut their big fucking mouths though. I'll tell you that. But uh, I don't know how my Christian identity works because I also don't feel offended at all when someone says, you're a blasphemer. You're inventing your own Christianity. You're not a real Christian. I'm like, dude, my whole childhood after the Catholic implosion, I always thought Christianity was retarded because it was filled with hypocrites. Like nobody seemed to attempt at all, at least in my town, to understand what God wanted from them, to toil in the field, to carry their cross, to speak the truth. All this stuff that I really now... Um, like all this stuff that I'm really into now, I didn't associate with Christianity at all. And those people are like echoes from my childhood where they're like, you're the bad man. Yeah, those people typically are like pedos. A lot of times, uh, really evil fucks will go to church to hide. Everyone goes, they were, what? They were killing children in San Diego at the Rock Church? The elders were, mur they, they literally, this is, a new, this is a new scandal. They were murdering uh, children. And they think that like the fact they went to church means they should be good. But if you're thinking about being a predator, like let's say you're a predator, where's the best place to hide? Church, priest, disguising. If you hate Jews, what, where's the best place to hide? The ADL, <laughs> right? The ADL hates Jews, hates, clearly. So let's say you want to kill kids. Like, like a, a hunter, like dresses, like the can they camouflage themselves. They're not, they don't look, they don't look like, like a, like a hunter. They're trying to look like a tree. And so the number one place to go, if you are a deceptive, evil murderer, rapist, pedophile would be a church and to get yourself in a position of authority in the church. 
And so you can always spot these people because they never think about right and wrong. They never address your, your thoughts or your questions. You never say like, but isn't Paul a prophet then? They're, oh, how dare you? Because what they're doing is they're just hiding. You know, they don't even have any thought to, it's the same thing with like, um, you know, when you talk about the moon landing or something like that, like they don't, you can tell certain people have no interest in even knowing the truth. They're just hiding to get away with stuff. And so if you can hide in a place where people look at you like you're moral and they'll trust your kids around them and they won't. And if someone questions you, you go, oh, how dare you trust, trust the, the priest? Big Bear, I love that you are questioning this. This feels like the moon landing streams again before the floodgates opened. Is there any way that we can have a stream with you and Sean from the YouTube channel Kingdom of Context? He also doesn't believe in the Trinity and he is a bear. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. I, that guy sounds cool. I don't, I, okay, no, I'll tell you why. Because I am not a theological expert and it's, I would probably end up embarrassing myself. Like, not only am I not a theological expert, I'm very, very amateur when it comes to, uh, you know, hardcore Christian theology. But I am an expert's expert at spellcraft, at predatory behavior, at manipulation, at pattern recognition, at seeing the divinity in all things. That's why a lot of people listen to me and they say this is better than church because those things I'm very, very good at. And a lot of churches are very, very bad at. I'm an expert at revealing the comedy and stuff. Like, for example, this stuff will just come to me. Like, uh, like that Grinch joke is hilarious. The Who in Whoville. The Grinch got myocarditis. Like, boom. Those are pattern recognition ability that I have that 99.9999% of the population does not have. Okay? So that's why you can feel uplifted and like God is real and God is living after listening to some of my streams and then make the mistake that that means I'm good at theology because I'm not at all zero. I can barely fill out a form. I'm legalistically a mess. You know, I, I don't like I don't like legalese. I don't like uh, contracts. I don't like any of that shit. And so uh, hopefully that helps explain it. So that's what I'm trying to wrestle with right now is what is the identity of being a Christian? Because I consider myself a Christian. And when people try and use that identity against me, oh, you're not real. Uh, no, I actually think it's pretty obvious that a lot of these people are hiding. That doesn't mean if you like Paul, it means you're hiding. There's people that wrestle with, 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 with it. They have, like Westside Bear, I've had tons of conversations about Paul. This is not my first week of thinking about Paul. And they like his flawed nature. They like his, his, uh, his redemption arc. They like uh, that... that everyone could be saved, which I do too. But I don't trust him. And I think that he created a lot of confusion. And I just knowing what I know about how the Pharisee works, which I am an expert at, Paul appears to be an agent. I could be wrong though. I think Christianity is about refusing fear and honoring God and joy. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Fear not is said 365 times in the Bible. The Trinity is not mentioned one time. So for these fearful, crazy, envious, you know, people to tell me that if I don't believe in the Trinity as described by Paul and the Catholic Church and the elders and the sterile guys in robes that I'm not a Christian, I don't have to accept that. That's an offer. No, I think people in fear 
freak me out. When someone's always afraid, oh, they're coming. They're, everyone's coming. Every, okay, so you're in fear. That's the devil's playground. That's, that's the fallen world. And everybody battles it. Everybody can feel fear. I get it. But to accept fear and to say, oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, fuck that. Fuck what he said about fear. Fuck what he said about do not be afraid. Because he didn't know about the World Health Organization. Jesus didn't know about crypto. I mean, I mean, listen, he did good 2,000 years ago, but what did he forget? Okay, so it doesn't work on me, and it's a lot of noise. And so I would appreciate it if you guys that feel this way don't just clog up every comment section accusing me of being false because I don't like Paul. Because what you're doing is no different. The behavior is no different than what you criticize the Jews for. You want me to have a fake apology and you want me to submit and understand, to stand under your will without my authenticity. Ask yourself, would you want me to lie about that and say, oh no, Paul's great. Everything he says is great when I don't believe it. Is that what you want? Because some people do want that. They want people to submit. They don't care about the truth. You know, they, and I won't submit. As Amy said, I'm the least, what did she call me? She was talking about how somebody was going through a divorce because the guy was too submissive. And, and I was like, am I like that? She goes, you're the least submissive person I've ever known in my entire life. If I don't believe something, I won't lie about it. To my own detriment, to my own financial detriment. You guys see it, right? So anyway, this is what the Jews are going through. And it sounds like an absolute nightmare. And I really don't, I really hope that we never end up like that. Because identity without purpose, without law, without behavior, without faith is like a nightmare. Okay, so watch this. Like, I love E. Michael Jones. Like, E. Michael Jones is a huge Paul guy, huge Catholic. I think he's a man of, pure, of great integrity, great intelligence. I kind of love the guy. Like, I really do. I, I disagree with him on all kinds of stuff. But um, I think E. Michael Jones is a perfect example of someone that we theologically disagree a lot. We politically disagree. Um, you know, we disagree on the Vatican. We disagree on, on whether or not different races have different behavior patterns which I do believe he thinks that it's just people that haven't gotten the Catholic church. That's why Sierra Leone is, is different than Holland. Um, but man, does that guy have integrity and he does have a Christian identity. It's not fake, even though I believe the Vatican is fairly retarded, but um, I just wanted to, to point that out. So watch this and then we'll talk about what it means to have identity. Hi, uh, my name's E. Michael Jones. I'm the editor of Culture Wars magazine. I've been involved in this fight for over 40 years. Uh, yeah, E. Michael Jones! Doesn't wear a bow tie now because I'm Benjamin. Did sidewalk counseling in front of the old uh, abortion clinic on St. Louis Boulevard. Uh, knew a lot of the founding people uh, on this organization like Virginia Black and Charlie Rice. So uh, I've been around for a while, and uh, when Roe was overturned, suddenly there was a new wrinkle to this whole story. Uh, at this point, 140 Jewish organizations announced that abortion was a fundamental Jewish right. It is not. I mean, I, I can give you the whole Jewish law breakdown right now. Uh, the bottom line is that Judaism is a pro-life religion with the possibility of what we would call in Hebrew uh, a heter, which is essentially a, a dispensation. 
Okay, so so real quick, he already is saying even the religion is confusing. So so Ben Shapiro is saying Judaism is a pro-life religion except for st- times though. So he's already setting it up the confusion. But just wait, it gets way crazier. Right, like you, you actually have to go to a rabbi for a dispensation on abortion. But I would say that the, the most famous rabbis in the 20th century, Rav Moshe Feinstein, Rav uh, Joseph Bear Soloveitchik, um, both of them. Oh, Aristo Ign- uh, Ignatius says he did wear a bow tie in a somewhat recent interview and said, take that Owen after commenting on it. Yeah, I love you, Michael Jones. You know, and, and this is hopefully something that can help bond our group. I loathe. I don't loathe. No, no, I do. I can't stand the Catholic system at all. I, I loathe it. And he's super Catholic. But man, is he a good fucking guy. And smart. And he's helped me tremendously in my view of the world. Baron Metal, uh, you know, the, the revolutionary spirit of the Jew. Talking about porn. Talking about porn as a weapon. Talking about how Islam and Christians pray to the same God. I mean, the guy is, is awesome. But I... I can't stand Catholicism, which is interesting, right? And hopefully that helps people understand that I'm not attacking you. And if I overreact to threats of leaving, I had a very traumatic childhood and I'm 42 and I'm not uh, using that as an excuse. I never do that to my wife or my kids and I have a very stable home life. Like I don't, I don't use my childhood as an excuse to be abusive, but it's a fact when it comes to threatening me with, with, removal of yourself from my life. I will never talk to you again if you do that. And it's because as a child, I had to learn that if someone does that, they're fucking with you. And so, yeah, I probably am a little damaged. And so if I overreact and ban you, quit, oh, ban, ban. It's like, I don't want anyone around that talks like that. You can disagree. You can criticize me, especially privately. But if you try to do this subversive like I've been a bear for five years and I I can't listen to him anymore I think I might leave and I'm I get the fuck out of here like you can't leave fast enough you're not gonna hold people you know with bated breath on whether or not you're gonna leave you know I can't stand that man and so that hopefully that helps you understand my behavior because I would I despise it believed in in the full pro-life position uh, there are some fringe positions inside Judaism that suggest the opposite, but the bottom line is that it is not a violation of religious freedom to have a neutral statute that applies criminally across all people. That's not a violation of religious freedom. I mean, this is something that's been held repeatedly by the Supreme Court itself. So the, this notion that you have a religious freedom to get abortion or that it's a religious act to be able to get an abortion is kind of a wild claim. Particularly, And, and by the way, the, the, the Jewish organizations that are pushing... <clears throat> so he already just, he just admitted it's a wild claim, which doesn't mean it's a wrong claim. And now he's about to claim that all these Jewish organizations are not... They're Jewish, but not Jewish. Watch this. Uh, most of them don't even keep Shabbos. I mean, like, the, most of them don't keep kosher. Most of them don't, don't do any of the actual Jewish statutory laws. Just here they've decided to, to stick their thumb in the pie. But it's, it's, it's a ridiculous claim legally, morally, Judaically. It, it, it has very little to support it. So are these 140 Jewish organizations wrong when they say that? Yes, they're, they're dead wrong when they say that. Uh, and Why is it that so many of them say that then? Because the vast majority of Jewish organizations don't know anything about Judaism. Okay, boom. So there it is. So then what is a Jew? So are they Jews, Ben? You see the problem with identity? You see the, and Christians have a similar problem right now. Not this bad. 
But the whole, you know, put a dollar in the basket, uh, kiss the feet, don't talk shit about the saints and you're going to heaven and eat the cracker. It's not real because there's no internal world to it. There's no like actual changing of the heart. So what is a Jew, Ben? They don't know. You know, they're very, very confused. I think Ben's right. Well, he's right. I don't think he's lying while he's saying this. But imagine if he, Michael Jones, then just said, so, so Ben, what is, are they Jews still? And if so, why? You understand? Like, what makes them a Jew? Is it their bloodline? So if someone then becomes a Muslim, but they have the bloodline of a Judaism, are they still a Jew and a Muslim? How does that work simultaneously? Like, is it being a citizen of Israel? Like, what exactly is a Jew when it's not faith, behavior, practice? It's the bad... Ba All right, so watch this. I mean, the, the, I, I, like, this is, it, it, honestly, this is a question that I get more broadly a lot of the time. The question I get more broadly a lot of the time, and this is really more about voting, they'll say, like, why do so many Jews vote, vote liberal? Why do so many Jews vote in favor of anti-religious positions? Why do so many Jews support gay marriage? Why do so many Jews support abortion? Why? And the answer is because the vast, vast, vast majority... Yeah, real quick, so Stormy Bear, who's been a problem recently, said, wouldn't someone threatening to leave reveal that they think they're here for your betterment? Stormy Bear, you're not here for my betterment. And I, I'm guessing you're saying that because what, do you feel a little guilty about making some threats? You're not here to better me. You're here to enjoy my comedy if you want to. But threatening to leave and threatening to take... Okay, imagine if you really do believe you're here for my better, uh, betterment, then why threaten to leave? If when I'm at my lowest, when I'm, I don't see the beauty of Paul, isn't that when, I'm, when you're needed the most? Why would you leave someone who's who's spiritually collapsing in front of you because they won't kiss the feet of a Jewish murderer, Stormy Bear. So you're here to help me? You're here to, <laughs> you're here for my benefit? I never threatened to leave. I know, but why are you making that argument, Stormy Bear? You're, you're a big Paul guy, or I've seen you, in the, since I've been doing this, you go, you're really upset that I'm saying this about Paul. Are you, do you think you're here to teach me about religion? in the public chat, not once did I threaten to leave. It doesn't, I, I know, but what you just said, Stormy, and I'll leave it alone. Understand that I can see these patterns, okay? I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, that's why people call me a time traveler, bro, or girl, or whatever the fuck you are. So you think threatening to leave somebody proves that they're here for your benefit. Go ahead and try and explain that. Explain what you mean by that. So like, let's say a firefighter is rescuing someone from a burning building. Uh, would they threaten to leave that person? Uh, why threaten to leave? Just go missing. Yeah, just leave. The threat is the problem. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is Stormy Bear saying that people who threaten to leave are presuming their importance? Yes. Well, no, but they, they would just leave, though. Like, why would I... So, so are you here to better my life, Stormy Bear, by contradicting my jokes in the chat? You're, that's burdensome. You know, I, I was a touring stand-up comedian for over 16 years, and there used to be people in the crowd that would yell out during jokes. And I would say, please shut your mouth. 
And they'd say, I'm just trying to make the joke better. And I go, but oddly, you're ruining it, though. And they go, no, but I, I'm a lit. And they're always drunk. They're always either drunk or on pills. And, uh, and so if you're in the chat and you're trying to subvert and do it, just leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm here just for my own entertainment as a side benefit. I get mental and spiritual uplifting now and then. Exactly. I'm a comedian. I'm here to make you laugh. In this day and age, some of the funniest topics to make people laugh is identity, religion, death, potential war, making fun of the false idols of politics. I'm doing my job damn well. The Paul shit has been hilarious if you're not like one of these crazy people. You know, you're here for that nigger stole my bike and Joe Rogan's three inches tall and all this stuff. No, no problem at all. But the minute I make fun of a guy who murdered Stephen, you know, you have a problem and then you have to vocalize it. I'm here because it's entertaining. Good, Stormy Bear. Now keep it that way. All right. Never forget that. Okay. Let's check out Jewish identity a little more and how fucking confused these little gremlins are. How many Jews vote in favor of anti-religious positions? Why do so many Jews support gay marriage? Why do so many Jews support abortion? Real quick, Captain America says, the thought of withholding someone's presence as a threat to change someone's behavior seems insane. It's feminine, it's manipulative, and it's psychopathic. And if anybody wants to defend the behavior, they can fucking leave, okay? It's the same people that heckle during shows saying they're making the show better because they're narcissistic and oblivious to how absolutely awful everyone thinks they are. Okay? There's no Jewish law, this is for a Toronto Jew bear. There's no Jewish law basis for aborting babies. It's the Jewish born atheist subversives who ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, but they're now the majority though, Toronto Jew bear, and that's what I hope the Christians avoid. What's, uh, if you're the minority of the Jews, Toronto Jew bear, which you are clearly, same with you, Long Island Jew bear, same with you, Seth, you, you, it's like, you know, then what's the identity really? And, and I was talking to a Muslim friend about this with the Andrew Tate situation. He had great advice because I was getting pissed off about the subversive element of Andrew Tate. He's like, he can't change Islam. All he can do is damn himself. Like he can be a hypocrite, damn himself. And anybody who follows along, then, you know, then they're uh, going to suffer for it. But you can't change Islam. And so with Judaism, it's like, but what is Judaism? Islam, that's what, what's cool about Sharia law. That's what's cool about biblical law. Is the Bible's pretty clear about the identity of Christians minus Paul, in my opinion. Because I'm really trying to take this shit seriously. Which, ironically, a lot of Christians only take the identity seriously. Like, they're just like... Uh, well, don't say that or else you're going to have, I mean, it's like, but why though? Because Paul said so, because God said so. Well, is Paul God? I thought we, if Paul contradicts the Old Testament prophets, prophets and Jesus Christ, so Paul is the most recent prophet. So the law is based around Paul. I don't think so. Oh, how dare you? It's like, I think Paul serves a good purpose in the Bible because it shows you what a liar looks like. It's kind of like, why did Judas allow, why did Jesus allow Judas to be there with him? I think it's a, a form of discernment. And I think Paul is, like uh, William Cooper would always talk about how Paul was about um, occulted, uh, what's it called? I can't even, I don't even know. When you get like hazed into a group, 
It's like about ritual occult shit. Like Paul was the guy that was like trying to, it doesn't matter. All right, so uh, Trown Jubert says, unfortunately, the cultural bunker mentality causes us to fail to police our own and denounce the subversives so they get free reign. I would argue at this point, Trown Jubert, that the entire thing is subversive. Whether it's, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu or Hollywood or Federal Reserve or the New York media or the New York Stock Exchange, like the identity of Judaism has been so convoluted. And I can see that kind of happening with Christianity. That's why I'm talking about this. And I see, oh, initiation, thank you. And I see that in myself. I don't consider myself a great Christian when it comes to practicing the religion. And, and the fact I don't feel shame about some of the laws that I don't understand is probably not a good thing. And I'm just being honest about it. Someone's got to talk about this shit. Orthodox Jews do not abort their babies. They marry at 20 and have huge families. Check out Lakewood, New Jersey. I know, but try, uh, I guarantee ben, ben Shapiro is actively supportive of Palestinian Muslim abortion. I bet he would squeal like a pig if he heard that a pregnant Palestinian aborted their baby. Um, it's very tribal. Which I get. I'm, I, I have tribal elements. But let's just keep listening to one of the most confused men in the world. And the answer is because the vast, vast, vast majority of Jews are non-observant in any way. It's like asking... Okay, just, the, just think about that. The vast, vast, vast majority of Jews are not observant in any way. What is it then? What is a Jew, Ben? The vast, vast, vast majority. That, so if you say vast three times before majority... Uh, that's like 99% he's referring to. 95% is not remotely observant of any of God's laws in any way. So what the hell is it? You know, he doesn't know. All he knows is how to count the nickels in his pocket. Like, Self-identifying as a Jew doesn't actually mean that you practice Judaism in any sort of serious fashion. It's sort of like asking people if they were born Catholic and then polling Catholics. Right? There are a lot of people who were born into a Catholic family and no longer practice, practice Catholicism. So if you ask a lapsed Catholic... Yeah, like me. I'm not Catholic. I was born into a Catholic family and I no longer practice like telling my dirty secrets to the pervert in the dark closet or counting the beads or anything, which means I'm not a Catholic. You understand? I was born Catholic. I was born... I was uh, baptized. I was at a first communion... Uh, I used to do the Hail Marys and the Our Fathers and all that. That doesn't mean I'm not Christian. I consider myself a Christian. I don't consider myself a Catholic. And so when you talk to a lapsed Catholic, if someone is openly not Catholic, are they, their blood makes them Catholic? Because I sure as shit don't feel Catholic. Were you confirmed, BB? Yes. Yeah, I was raised Catholic and my Monsignor Fafaro was a pedophile who openly was living with an 18 year old man. And he was also the head of the, the, he was the superintendent of the schools in Oswego, New York and the Monsignor of all the Catholic churches. So what do the predators like to do? They like to bring in other predators. So no one rats on each other. So that's why with the exception of the Newman center where we went before it closed, uh, every single Catholic priest in Oswego was either accused of or actively pursued in a case of pedophilia. So I 
don't think there's any possible way I'm ever going back. It's a miracle that I consider myself Christian, given my upbringing. That's what plunged me into hedonism. And when people say, oh, you were a fornicator. Uh, so how can you judge Paul the murderer? Well, I think cum is less offensive than blood. So my hedonism was about coming. It was about orgasm, sex, fucking, banging, happiness, feeling really good, having the flesh feel electric, right? Paul's was about slitting jugulars of people that identified as Christians. Uh, mine was way less bad than his. Granted that mine, looking back, wasted women's time. It's probably why there's an abortion culture. Thank God I was never a part of any of that stuff. Uh, it's lowers pair bonding amongst women and men. There's a lot of uh, problems with hedonism. I don't recommend that with anybody. I think it makes men weak and feminine, uh, not strong. I think that the strongest male thing to do is get married, be monogamous, have a family, never cheat on your wife. Uh, but do I feel as guilty as Paul when it comes to the murdering of Christians? No, I don't. And, uh, and I think I'm doing a good job, as good as I can, uh, trying to teach young men about not doing that. You know? All right. So anyway, this, what the fuck is a Jew? About their perspectives. And then you attribute that to Catholicism. You'd be making a fairly large category error. This happens with Judaism all the time, all the time. Because the truth is that if you look at the Orthodox community, the Orthodox community that takes seriously Jewish law tends to vote overwhelmingly to the right and tends to be significantly pro-life. Okay, from a practical point of view, these cases are now going through the courts where they're saying that uh, if you prohibit abortion, you will prevent Jews from practicing their religion. Now, this is something that's going to have to be dealt with in courts across the country. Are, are you arguing with Jewish organizations here? Are you trying to convert them? Or are you just coming here to try and preach to the choir? I mean, am I, am I talking to the, the non-Orthodox Jews and telling them that they're wrong? Yes, literally every day. Yeah, because he's lying. You know, he, he talks all the time to, uh, you know, the vast, vast, vast majority directed by Malak. Yeah. He, Michael Jones is so fucking awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Because he's saying like, so are you going to actively try to, you know, be against this? And he's not. He's just trying to do red team, blue team. Like, oh, the vast, 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 vast majority about right way. Like George W. Bush, when we were like dropping bombs on Muslim families for not accepting usury-based financial systems and sodomy in the movie theaters. So I'm just glad I'm not one of those guys because they're Pharisee. You know, their God is money and their power comes from the courts. And I understand that. There's always going to be that. I don't want to overthrow that. They manage the fallen. They, they eat from sin. They, they suck from sin. And God obviously created that as a system to deal with people that aren't 
actively trying to better themselves or actively trying to police themselves. You know, and so Ben Shapiro was like, well, listen, if you're going to do that, we're going to fucking put you in a little cage and we're going to extract your labor. And I, you know, but what is he? He doesn't know. Support what you like. Thanks, Rockfin. All right, let me read these super chats. Uh, this is what Malcolm X had to say about Jews. Here we go. Anti-Semitic. You've uh, met many of the things that I've read about you, and you've made a mention a couple of times about the Jews and everything, and I'm wondering if you are personally anti-Semitic. No. Uh, how can I be anti-Semitic when the Arabs are semi Half the Muslim world are, is Semitic. If I was anti-Semitic, I'd be anti-Arab and anti-everything uh, yeah. else. No, I think this, that in this country... There's one mistake that the Jews make. Did you hear the uh, the demonic interviewer go? Oh, listen to listen to the interviewer's response to Malcolm X making an obvious point that to be anti-Semitic means you're anti-Arab. That Ben Shapiro is not Semitic. There's probably more of an argument that that I'm more Semitic than Ben Shapiro. Now, now I'm very Nordic, but their whole world is an inversion. Ben Shapiro is not a Semite. He's blatantly not a Semite. That's why Kyrie's uh, and a lot of these like black people's uh, claim of being more Semitic than the Kazarian Mafia. They're right. Of course they're right. Like the Semites, one thing is it comes from a language category from Phoenicians. All right. Anyway, but it's it's just listen to the interview and go. Oh. No, I think this, that in this country, there's one mistake that the Jews... Hey, listen to this, it's hilarious. Uh, how can I be anti-Semitic when the Arabs are semi... Half the Muslim world uh, is Semitic. If I was anti-Semitic, I'd be anti-Arab and anti-everything uh, else. No, I think this, that in this country, there's one mistake that the Jews make. Uh, they put themselves in a position where whenever anybody gives an objective analysis of the role that they play, uh, they defend themselves by accusing you of being anti-Semitic. And, and uh, a Negro is not anti-Semitic when he says that the, the man who's exploiting him in his community is white because it is a white man who owns all the stores. Now, is it a, an accident that these whites who own these stores are Jewish? If it's an accident, then uh, the fact that he says the Jew on the corner is exploiting me isn't an anti-Semitic statement. It's just more descriptive of the man who's exploiting him. Are you Okay, so nice. I'll, let's get into uh, let's get into health, physical health. I wrote a little thing. That I'll read for you guys. Kai, get the super chats ready again. It's already went far back there. By the way, this is really funny. Let's break the whole thing. I'm, I'm going to leave Paul alone after a little while. I just, um, you know, when I feel a sacred cow, I just go for it. But, you know, if you are very triggered and you feel unhappy and uh, sad in my Paul jokes, I, I, I go past these things. I don't just, it, you know. Just give me a week and I won't care. I'll occasionally do a joke, but uh, I don't. I don't really care. Um, God creating ducks. This is hilarious. Waterproof that chicken and give it a kazoo. <laughs> oh, by the way, I made this call yesterday and it's already been confirmed. San Francisco launches transgender guaranteed income program, and they're going to try and do this with the blockchain. That if you engage in abominations you will be rewarded financially, but it's a trap. It'll keep you dependent and it will sterilize you and kill you. So it's a win-win, but watch out for that shit. Don't envy this because that's what's coming financially. And all these Judeo-Christian churches don't seem to want to address the insane financial system we're currently under by people like Ben Shapiro. I was like, well, you know, it's like there's no, there's no law against it. There's no law against, you know, making the Goyim or slang. 
That's all right. Uh, speaking of uh, making the goyim your slave, meet the people who own BET, and they're all short, disgusting Jews. So black entertainment television is owned by those guys. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not against the Jews. I feel for them, and I feel for their identity issues, and I just don't want it to happen more to Christians. I, I just, because it's like, what are we? Oh, not you, though. You don't like politics. There's only one true church. Oh, no, it's the Orthodox Church. Which one? Is it Russian or Greek? The Greeks are the only ones who knew. No, Russian Orthodox are the only ones who are based in Red Pill. No, it's the original Catholic Church in Rome, even though Jesus said, don't bring the word to Rome. Oh, no, it's not that. It's Martin Luther. Oh, it's Anglican. It's like, uh oh. Uh. And that's why when people say, oh, you're not Christian, then if you don't fall in line to that insanity, I'm like, fine. You know, there's this weird notion that somehow I say I'm Christian to get support from Christians. I piss off Christians way more than if I was just an atheist like uh, Stefan Molyneux. I, listen, I, I see Churchians support Stefan Molyneux all the time. And he thinks if you believe in God, you're mentally ill. It's because I challenge the ideas in Christianity as far more offensive to quote-unquote Christians than being a chaos-driven atheist. And that's a f- and you guys can see that. I drive a certain type of Christian insane. <laughs> because Gustavo Malini is never going to point out some actual problems with like a Paul or something. He's just, they all say like, oh, he'll come to God eventually. What is he now, 70? You know, soon he'll turn it around. You know, and you're like, so... He, you're more excited about, you're less critical of Stefan Malinu's uh, theology than mine. I believe in God. I believe in the, new, the gospel. I believe Jesus Christ is the savior of man. I believe in living as best as I can to Old Testament law, despite the fact that some of them make no sense to me and I don't do them. You know, I have like, I think about bringing a Christmas tree into my, you know. So I'm, that, there, there, there's this narcissism of, Somebody, I think it was C.S. Lewis or somebody had this great quote about the biggest fighting is between two groups that are actually very similar. Where you have like the Shiite and Sunni fight more than the Christians and the Muslims. Or like, uh, you know, in, in Ireland, the Catholics and the Protestants. It's like, that was the fight. It wasn't the atheist. You know, that when there's like some distance, people don't get as mad. It's when you're close. And especially, and I professionally push buttons, guys. I'm really not this much of a dick socially. You know, I, this is what I do for a living. There's no humor if I don't find a, a knot and hit it. Like that laughter comes from friction. You know, it comes from that. And so I know most of you guys understand that. Tolstoy also spilled the beans on Paul. Yeah, I'm not alone in my Paul criticism, guys. Oh, yeah, let me... Um, let me so about physical health, this is what I wrote. Because it dawned on me, and I'm not saying this to boast, I'll just read what I wrote. Raw milk and gratitude. This is in no way boasting, because I know of the divine punchlines that happen with that. <laughs> you know, you claim you're never sick, and then everyone gets sick. I get it, because that does happen. Just an observation. But me, Amy, and the boys are basically never sick these days. You know, even during, quote-unquote, COVID and all that stuff. We just don't really get sick. 
And seeing how often little kids usually get sick, it's very notable to me that this is the case. I'm becoming more and more convinced of terrain theory, that disease is caused by a lack of nutrition and or a buildup of toxins. Only. Fresh raw milk from healthy goats and cows that are fed local food seem to be a superfood. A simple prayer every dinner for what you are grateful for, plenty of rest, and natural local food are miraculous. Also, sunshine and movement. And I know it's obvious. I know everyone knows this, but I get to witness how absolutely true this is. That raw, and, and people get a, a boner for grass-fed. I th- Dude, some grain with minerals in it in their diet I think is huge. Grass is great. Yeah, every cow has to be grass-fed. That's how their stomach works. They can't survive without grass. But, uh, you know, some grain to, to enrich the vitamins and minerals is great. But raw milk from animals that are not stressed out is, uh, is so healthy, guys. And the way we live on this farm, and, uh, and I know that it can be expensive in stores, but if you can find a local farmer, like we sell our raw milk to people for $5 a half gallon. In stores, it's $12 a half gallon. And we feel great about the $5 a half gallon. We don't sell a lot. We sell enough to like cover some expenses for the farm and all that stuff. <clears throat> but uh, you can find it if you look at farms. And think about this. So it's 11 or $12 a half gallon for raw milk. In Los Angeles, it's $30 a gallon for raw milk, cow milk. Um, I can get three and a half gallons a day from my cows. Let's just say three gallons a day, seven days a week. That's 21 gallons. So let's just say it's $20 a gallon. That's over $400 worth of milk a week. Okay. And so that, uh, we're not selling that much at all. I'm not like profiting that, but think about how much we are paying $15 a gallon right now. That's good. That's a good cost because the price of medical problems and loss of life or it's due to isolation says Denmark bear Denmark bear I go to the fucking post office every day I'm high-fiving people my kids have violin they have uh, homeschool they have all kinds of shit they they play like three sports what are you talking about Denmark bear oh yeah you're one of those virus guys aren't you oh if you hug someone wrong I could hug Magic Johnson with COVID and I promise you I'd get nothing. I could hold Magic Johnson's black ass in my arms like a baby. If he's like, I get nothing. <clears throat> you know, and that, that's not a boast. It's just what I witness. I'm a, I, like when you have little kids, they're around sick kids all the time. My kids never get sick. God, God willing, grateful to God for that. Not boasting or challenging. I'm just pointing out my experiences that people are not getting sick. Kaj just said, our immune systems have been compromised by toxins. You better have a strong immune system to drink raw milk, lots of bacteria. No. <laughs> I mean, do what you want, man. I'm not going to give you medical advice, but that's total bullshit in my opinion. Maybe bad raw milk. Maybe if you get raw milk that's like been sitting around for two weeks and it's from some shitty cow. Yeah, that's probably not the best move. But no, raw milk is better for you than any pasteurized milk. That it's like, oh yeah, you can't handle the bacteria. That's total nonsense, guys. Total and utter fucking nonsense. Uh, for those just listening, Cod sent that 
from Rockfin and said he didn't say that. Oh, yeah, Cod. Oh, and by the way, yeah, we're on Rockfin. Cod, what's our Rockfin? I, I'm just so thrilled that Martin did that turnaround that uh, let's plug our Rockfin uh, channel for anybody who wants to subscribe there or whatnot. My stomach feels better after drinking raw milk. Yeah, lactose intolerance only comes from pasteurized milk. If you drink raw goat milk, you won't shit your pants. It's only from pasteurized uh, uh, A1 protein milk. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. God, so what, what's the thing? It's uh, at Owen, it's slash Owen Benjamin. Rockfin.com slash Owen Benjamin. They seem stable, guys. They seem stable. A healthy gut goes a long way. Yeah, but see, like, if you have a bad immune system, quote unquote, and I don't even know what that means. The raw milk could help your gut. You know, um, eat a, what's that, what's the name of that process you do to foods? Like uh, sauerkraut and kimchi and all that stuff. That's how you rebuild your gut. All right, my wife couldn't digest corn, eggs, rice due to leaky gut. One year of raw milk, no more issues. Oh, but... Oh, but no, uh, but there's so much bacteria in the milk. If you have, if you have issues, you should only eat Twinkies because your, your tummy can't handle it. Like my brother-in-law is allergic to eggs, except our eggs. Like if he touched an egg in the store, he'd get a rash, but yet our eggs, he can eat no problem. Why? Because of the chemicals uh, that are put on store food. Yeah. Kefir's awesome. Um, fermented food's awesome. I drink crazy amounts of milk because it's a cheat code for weightlifting. Yeah, but I strongly recommend raw milk because there is a lot of problems with dairy with non-raw milk. Raw milk makes you taller. Every one of my kids is in the 99th percentile of height. All right, let's do the super chats and I'll read the, uh, read the mail. I received a tip on Rockfin from Annie. Thank you, Grounded Extracts. Absolute BS for me. The first time I tried raw cow milk felt great and never looked back. Cod has been impersonated. Ha ha. No, he was just reading some other asshole. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, Ye said the same thing to me. I was like sending him a video of uh, the artist form we know as Kanye West of like uh, milk in my cow. And he's like, he's like, milk is very healing. So even the blacks know. Vanilla Godzilla says utter nonsense, tee hee, tee hee. I, I love it. I've been trying coconut milk probiotics. Nice black lady bear. Coconut cream is very healthy too. Coconuts are like a, a wonder food as well. All right. Fermenting fairy was on crow and she beat Crohn's with kefir. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. All right. Bargain Bear says, I'm wondering if all these Paul defenders would have had the same dismissive reaction to Jeffrey Dahmer raping and killing Maryland members of their family. Oh, of course not. Guys, they're, they're angrier at Joe Biden for sniffing and snoozling and groping. He allegedly became a Christian in prison, so by their logic, he should have been let go, right? Oh, I know. It's total bullshit. I'm so glad that uh, if he was truly executed, it's, it makes me rethink how I feel about Rome. They run a tight ship. They know how to kill a little Jewish subversive named Paul. I know I'm pissing people off. I'll stop. I'll stop. I know I, I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing people squirm with their hypocrisy. I'll, uh, I'll try and be a better boy. Uh, I, I, I can't get enough. And they, ah, damn you. <laughs> it's like, you're squirming in your hypocrisy. Oh no, Paul is the only reason I'm Christian. Without him, there is no Christianity. Without him, there... 
No. If you really believe Christianity is the truth, it has nothing to do with what anyone does. It's always been and always will be. Right? The truth never changes, right? Right? We all know this. So it doesn't matter what that dirty fucking queen named Paul, the murderer, does. It does not affect God or anything in any way. All we can do is go towards God's plan and path or away from it. It's an individual decision. We cannot heal the world or change the world or affect God in any way. All we can do is seek, uh, you know, like seek a life that is synchronizing with his plan. So this whole idea that Paul was required for Christianity is fundamental blasphemy. You want to talk about blasphemy, churchians? You're saying a man, just a guy who eats and shits, is required for God's plan. Do you understand how you're deifying a guy that looked like this? So that guy's required for God's plan to proliferate throughout the world? No. No way. And without Paul, then how would we even know? I mean, his conversion is, it's Andrew, he's like Andrew Tate. He's just, okay, whatever, dude, I'm not, you live your life, man. I'm friends with all kinds of people. All right, uh, Cerulean Bear, Ira Voice. Oh, Big Bear, why can't you just play ball and leave our good little boy from FTX, Sam Bankman Fried, alone? He was just trying to get all the Goyan money and donated away. It doesn't matter if crypto isn't backed by anything tangible. Quit making fun of Sam, good man, bank boy. Yeah, I was getting the same thing when I make fun of that shit. The truth doesn't change. Like when I'd make fun of that crypto shit, they'd be like, oh, you just want, every, you're, you just want everyone to be poor because you're full of envy. I'm like, no, my advice will keep you from being poor. And over time, you'll see it. And then what I've seen is some people will get off that insane roller coaster, but others will just go right back. Oh, Big Bear, right again, bats a thousand. And then a week later, why are you trying to hurt Paul? <laughs> I'm trying to help your discernment. Paul sucked on his road to Jamarcus. He went blind from beating off. Oh, that bad for me. No, Paul's just a guy. Just like... The Pope or Jeffrey Epstein, they're not God. We're created by God. You can't hurt God by making fun of a dirty little grabber, all right? Oh, no, he was, he was perfect. He, he's the reason we're all saved. He, Paul said to follow him because he follows Christ, and Christ is God. So follow Paul as if he's God. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Paul's God, man, I mean. God came to him and used him as a vessel, so now we can eat pork and beat our meat. We can beat our meat into oblivion, Big Bear. Don't you know? Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? You used to have sex with beautiful women on the road. Paul simply murdered. I mean, you're both, like, basically the same. <laughs> I'm not bragging about fornication, but it's, it's mo I think it's much more innocent than murdering Christians. And not only do I even, I, I, I don't remotely feel bad about saying that to the point where I think it's, it's crazy not to see that. I'm not affected by social voting. Like, I'm not a, a democracy guy. Oh, well, nine people have voted in favor of bashing their testicles with a hammer, and one hasn't. And I'd be like, yeah, and I won't. 
But democracy, no, most people are fucking brainwashed and retarded. Okay. The job site apartments I'm on is through Catholic Charities and it's called Mother Teresa. I'm kind of in a dilemma because it's prevailing wage job site, so I'm getting paid more. The bad thing is that I know this type of housing is a bit of a scam. Well, everything's a bit of a scam. Just do your job the best you can. That's You can't purity spiral. Do your job the best you can. If you're scamming, that's a problem. If you, All money is a scam. All money is backed by lies. So I've thought about this a lot. All we can do is do our job honestly and as good as we can. We can't purity spiral when it comes to every job we do. It was like that bear who asked me about building, uh, building really good JP Morgan offices. Do the best job you can. There is, there is divinity and beauty in doing a good job. Whether or not you agree with or don't agree with the people that will eventually buy those places, or they may be gone in two years and it'll be filled with bears. You have no idea. All you can do is do your job well and be humble about it. Uh, James said, Paul thought he was slaying gammas. No, Paul was a gamma, in my opinion. Allie, the Vancouver Island bear community would like to formally apologize for the super chat made by Grungy Blues Bear on Tuesday and pay his gay away before he starts rollerblading with his friend Terrence. Very funny. Clown Wizard Bear says, you are the very best out there, Owen. Never stop crushing. Thank you, brother. Mitch says, Big Bear, I just want to let you know that we very much appreciate you. If it weren't for you, I'd be subscribed to the Daily Wire and Crowder's Mug Club. I carry great shame for this. Don't. We've all made mistakes. Oh, so did Paul. We're not changing God's law because we made mistakes from prison. Jeez, how did people not see the difference? All right, here's some shekels to pay for the mistakes of the past and to say thanks for helping me realize how much of a homo I was. Anytime, good for you. Penny for your thoughts, BB. Do you think Vox News was initiated back in 2014 to steer search engine traffic away from Vox Day's content? Maybe. Seems like something founder Ezra Klein may be capable of and any Vox Day search I do is clouded with their media site. Yes, that sounds very suspicious. Yes, I don't know though. Justin says, hey, BB, here's some centralized fiat, one world central bank digital currency, so I can tell you that I've met the founder of White Claw, and although he is a pleasant man to chat with, he comes off as a dotty, the house of elf kind of Jewish guy. He seems like a good guy, plus he gave us some White Claw days. Good, good for you. Uh, I don't, I feel some, no, the White Claw days were a blast, but I'm glad they're over. These, I have more fun now. White Claw, I get so pissed off at the Jays. It's so funny. The Jews made a concoction that I was drinking that would get me more mad at them. That's, that, that sums up their entire operation. So the Jews make White Claw to give to us so that we drink it and get mad at the Jews and yell at the moon. So I, I just like to stay off the roller coaster, if that's okay with, with Martin from Rockfin. Ronan Slayer Bear says, The Jews be like, the nose of mine has never failed me. Indeed. Light Writing Bear says, thank you, BB. Thank you. Very generous. Jonah says, sleep deprived, admitted yesterday that he often loses sleep over other men. May this help keep him on the straight path for those late night benders that leave him so exhausted. That's funny. Captain America says, let a woman learn in silence with all submission, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but in silence. I've heard you quote this a few times, but wasn't sure if you knew it was Paul who wrote it. 
Yes, obviously I like some of Paul's writings. He knew that women should be quiet and that dicks should not be clipped. I think Jeffrey Epstein made some great points too. You know, buying an island in that real estate uh, environment was very smart. All right. Um, curious if this colors your opinion of the woman's role or of Paul. No. I think that Paul was a bit of a gamma. I mean, that's a little aggressive, but I like it. I like where his head's at. White cause equals weak words and passion. Yeah, maybe Paul changed the laws to condemn the fouls of Jesus. Wouldn't be the first time a small hat lied or tricked his opponents. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start moving on from Paul. I think Paul maybe had clipping remorse. Yeah, I mean, his condemnation of women speaking in public is great, and so is trying to keep the dicks from being clipped. But as you can see, the quote-unquote Christians don't even follow anything he says. They clip their dicks, and the women bitch all day long in church. So what the hell is the point of even caring? Those are the only two things he said that made any sense. Women have to be quiet in public, and stop clipping those dicks. And those are the two things that no one even listens to. They're like, oh, how dare you? Those things don't matter. But Paul is God. Uh, Bayou Bear says, a tip for the bar. Thank you. Yogi Bear says, BB, I'm finally catching live stream for the first time in two months. Thank you for the intense Jew rants lately. They're helping me through my day with a smile. Wanted to ask for some advice on parenting, especially around Getting two to three year with eating healthy and bedtime. Also, please play if you can Chopin Nocturne number two. I love that song. Okay, so what's the question here? I wanted to ask for some advice on parenting with eating healthy food and bed. Just, just repetition is everything. Repetition, repetition, repetition. So same bedtime every night. And and put a little ritual in there. Like, give, give, like having like a certain light or a certain story or... It's all about repetition with little kids. All right. Cerulean says, oh, how dare you, BB? Just because Q is wrong about literally everything ever doesn't mean he will be wrong this time. Two more weeks. Where we go one, we all go gay. Trust the plan. Paul is Q. Uh, the real holy trinity is Q, Trunk and Paul, because they're all gay. I know. When people go, oh, how dare you mock the trinity? That's God. I'm like, no. I mean, not to me. But you don't get to decide. It's the pedos that do. Okay, well, I no. Like, obviously not. That one is free, Coddington. I made it because COVID, because Crowder told me to fight like hell and wear a mask and let everyone know that I was fighting like hell. Yeah, it's the same with right now. People are saying, Big Bear Trunk isn't perfect. Donald Trump, look at how bad the country's gotten under Biden. Big Bear, don't you know Trump isn't perfect? He just did a genocide and bragged about it. His most hardcore supporters, he allowed to rot in prison and he lies all the time and complains and has victim consciousness. He just got the Zionist award from Israel. He sucks. Everything about him sucks. But he's not, listen, he's not perfect. Paul's not perfect. I mean, yeah, the guy used to murder Christians and he only converted in prison and then changed the law and was clearly a prophet. Other than that, though, he's, I mean, without him, we wouldn't even have Christianity. Without Paul, what could God have possibly done? To bring us the word of God. I mean, it, Paul is really the only thing that matters here, Big Bear. Don't you see? And now I'm going to do a 10-page rant on Bitchute, where I accuse you of, of being evil and a Satanist and all this as I just stumble around life just acting like an asshole. Okay. 
Cucumber, I was listening to you yesterday's stream in front of my jungle Asian coworker, and he was laughing out loud. Fun fact, Jonah and Habib's bear names are cool, but Moses Bear's bear name is actually on his license. Spelled differently, but way more legendary than Jonah's and Habib's. Whoa, Jesus. Um, yeah, what we got here? Just to mess with BB and Trunk is going to get a guy named Paul to run with him. Uh, who the, I wonder, he's probably going to get that bitch from Arizona to run with him. He's going to be like, no one supports women more than me. No one. And, and, and I need only Jews. <laughs> Greetings, Big Bear. Finally, um, got off my butt to put this in the mail. Thanks for building more than any of us could have ever dreamed of. Keeping this short, I have a PMA farmer's market to get to hosted by Rabbit Ears Bear. Any bears in the San Francisco Bear Area, be sure to check it out. We are crushing out here. Onward to Bertaria, indeed. Yeah, you guys are crushing, man. You've made me very proud. I think Paul would agree with BB. What's it say? He probably died before someone put his letters in the Bible canon. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe I'd get along with the guy, the poor bastard. Maybe he did have a turnaround in prison. What was a minor genocide, BB? Oh, it's like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Muslims have long believed that Paul purposely corrupted the... So do Mormons. So do a lot of people. So do a lot of Christians. Scholar J.P. also believed that Paul created Christianity by introducing the doctrine of the Trinity. Right, Jesus didn't bring in the doctrine of the Trinity. It was Paul, a murderer, without ever meeting Jesus. And no one's discernment goes off with that. Nobody at all. Oh, but... No, but Jesus... Like, nobody fucking has any problem with that. <laughs> they do. I mean, I've been getting a lot of support about my Paul rants. It's like, so Jesus actively said, I'm here on behalf of my father. Don't praise me. Praise my father in heaven. You know, uh, forgive them, father. They know not what they do. Blah, 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 blah. Praying to uh, his father in heaven over and over and over again. Never once saying that he is God or he is the Trinity. Then in comes a Jewish criminal with a big nose and a big fucking forehead. And he just got done murdering Stephen. And now he's in prison and the Romans. And it's like, oh, you know what? I've been saved. And by the way, by the way, let's change all the shit that Jesus just said. <laughs> all right. How much per white claw to pay the gay away? A dollar per claw. Paul could be like Benjamin Linus from Lost while still playing a significant role in the end and being knowledgeable of the island. He would be a terrible person to follow trust. Exactly. I'm glad he's in the Bible. I love the Bible. I'm glad that Paul's in there because it allows you to use your discernment and figure out, is that guy, a, oh, Judas is in the Bible. They didn't just kick out everyone who sucks. You know, I think Paul's a bit of a test. Like, can you see that this Jew is lying? All right, that Edward Bear. Big Bear, check out Jethro Kloss's book called Back to Eden for Healing Through Food, written in 1939. I was helped. I was helped myself, my wife, and three kids heal ourselves. By the way, my kids partly exist because of you. Cheers from South Africa. South Africa. Congratulations, my friend. Run Boston Bear. Hey, BB, thanks for all you do to bring truth to everyone. It's so needed right now. I bring comedy to everyone, and out of the comedy can come some truth. But you see the truth yourself when I make fun of sacred cows. I'm not this truth teller on a hill. I'm a, I'm a jackass. I realize that. There's so much deception in Paul or else people wouldn't react this way. It's completely contradictory and, and hypocritical. 
You should, I find him offensive. Not really. I mean, I'd probably just throw a rock at his big stupid head. Check out Kingdom in Context on YouTube and look for the new 42 series and the one before that titled Investigating Babylon. You will find so much gravy and answers to what you seek there. Much love and please bear find me as Run Boston Bear. Welcome, Run Boston Bear. Trump Lake, Lake Trump, Trump Lake. I don't know though, what the hell do I know? Corinthians allegedly has gravy on Paul. The other apostles were very skeptical of the yarmulke and the beak. Yeah, and that, that he was a prophet. That he got the word of God directly. He brought it to Rome, which Jesus said not to do. And then he changed the law. Some of the law I don't follow and I don't feel bad about it. And I don't know what that means. I, I have my own struggles, guys. I'm just, I'm just trying to work through it. All right. Dear Owen, I'm still catching up on the streams and have several letters drafted to you in my head, which I intend to proceed this story. But you asked in stream 1533, if any bears know anyone who has actually experienced child sex trafficking. So it's time to tell you a story. I am what we bears have come to call a daywalker. For the new bears, I suppose that means I've experienced enough trauma to intimately know evil and enough love to intimately know God. All my life, people have told me stories, stories which could not be told to most people, but which seemed to burst forth as if my presence had spoken, had poked a small hole in a large dam. I am a member of the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous today and have sponsored many women, which means I act as a guide through the suggested program of recovery. You can anticipate a future letter on the value of AA, and not everyone needs it. Many people can exercise their willpower to stop drinking when presented with sufficient reason to do so. Try willpower on diarrhea. Sorry, Big Bear. There are those who have crossed on invisible threshold and can't not drink. If you, dear listener, are one of these, you may find help in AA. The purpose of this letter is to relate to you a story of a young woman I sponsored whom we shall call Ricky. You do not know me, but I believe her story. She was born in a drug-addicted stripper of a profitable sexual encounter. Her mother went off to chase the dragon, leaving Ricky with her quote-unquote aunt, a fellow stripper who collected spare children. There were a total of seven assorted children, two were biologically hers. Who lived with her and her, the little stripper aunt's father, in a run-down trailer in a lawless trailer park in rural North Texas. This is gonna be dark. If it gets too dark, I'm bailing, but I, I'm gonna give it a shot. Ricky was offered a ride one afternoon walking a lonely road home from school by an old man who took her home. Locked her in his basement and, yeah, this is, this is too rough. Uh, she had been reported as a missing person, but it was so probable that she had run away that the search, blah, blah, blah. Uh, This was a very small town and I do not recall if word traveled by mouth or if there was media coverage, but all of her peers knew. So she escaped from the prison at 13 and is simply sent back to school. The other kids avoided her like the plague, and she had only one friend who continued to stand by her. Yeah, that's interesting. What would people actually do if uh, someone had been sexually imprisoned just came back to school? They'd probably, uh, they'd probably just uh, ignore them. Inter yeah. Unfortunately, the grandfather of trailer owner and stripper child collector's father began. Uh, yeah, this is too dark. Sorry. It's just. Um, I'm, I'm just not going to put that out in the, in the world. House Butter Biscuit Bear. All right, I'll just read the end. 
The only thing that's baffling about all this is that the traumatized brain seems to shut down at precisely the wrong time and traumatized people very often find themselves putting themselves in situations which guarantee being re-traumatized. That's a very, very valid um, observation. So many of the people who would tell you these stories you would never meet as they are often off in some sordid place sinking into oblivion. For any bears who experienced abuse or neglect in childhood, which is affecting your life, there's a very helpful lady on YouTube called Crappy Childhood Fairy who offers some tools. God bless you, Big Bear, for saying what is true. Please read this one anonymously. Yeah, I mean, I said your bear name. You can't say that the last line. Um, I won't read. Uh, Many do ask for help and are mocked or ridiculed are simply not helped at all, and many never speak and hate themselves for it. I'm trying to count as I'm writing this, but I'd say I've talked to 50 to 75 people about childhood abuse. The one thing which is baffling to all this is that the traumatized brain... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I strange story followed a pattern well documented by previous convictions and any basic definition of dementia. Uh, you know, I'm glad you're helping people, but I'm just not uh, going to read the details of that level of abuse it's just, uh, it's just so dark. But thanks for the letter. I really do appreciate it a lot. Cod says, I think they do that because the people who felt helpless in their trauma experience before are putting themselves in that position again because they have control over it in that way. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called the victim cycle and reliving trauma. That's why I'd say, what, all porn stars, quote unquote, were abused kids because they just keep doing it. They repeat it because what Cod said, if they can uh, control, have a sense of control during the act, it's, uh, and it's what they know. It's weird, she's right though. It's weird how you, th well, there's another road. There's two roads. One road is they re-victimize, re re-traumatize over and over again. A lot of times uh, abused kids become extremely promiscuous or they, they gain 300 pounds and never let anyone touch them. A lot of times it's the two roads. Like I've known some extremely obese women <clears throat> that got that way because they didn't ever want to be looked at sexually. Uh, subliminal, like subconsciously. I don't even know if they're aware of that, but that's what I figured out. All right, anyway. <clears throat> Dear Owen, I've been listening to your streams for a year now. I love what you promote and that you focus on the good, the true, and the beautiful. You and the rest of the bear community are very inspiring and I have given me motivation to continue crushing. I don't listen live. I always catch them on unauthorized.tv and listen while I work. I can't get enough of the gravy, the comedy, and the piano. Your piano playing and song covers are better than the originals. But anyway, it's been long enough and closed to some gravel for your babble. I would also like to be verified as Minnesota Cabin Bear. Welcome, Minnesota Cabin Bear. My family has a cabin that we all built with plans to build more on the property. We have all been going since birth, starting with my dad. Nothing better than outdoor life at an off-grid cabin. Thanks for all you do and keep on crushing. Love hearing about your awesome family and me and my wife and three kids would love a Christmas card this year. Until next year, Minnesota Cabin Bear, Onward to Bear Taria. Yeah, we just uh, took a Christmas picture so we should get on that soon if we want to get those out thanks for reminding me all right 
Um, I will. Does anyone want to hear a song? Cod, do we have more super chats I'll read? Because I do have to go. I gotta get. I gotta get hay. I let my buddy borrow my trailer, and now that it's back, I'm gonna load up on hay. So I'll give myself 10 minutes, and maybe I'll do a song for you guys because apparently my songs are really good. Thoughts on California banning flavored tobacco products? Great. One would think they would want to promote products that lower lifespan population. Interesting co contrast between that and the LGBT UBI. Yeah, there's many factors at work all the time. There's good forces at work too. It's like uh, flavored tobacco is targeted at children. And so I'm really glad they banned that. All right, so Fearless by Pink Floyd. That's the first request I saw. Is there any way I can get in contact with Run Boston Bear? I would suggest checking out the app.bertaritimes.com and see if that, if he's there. You say that, uh, one second, mumble, mumble, mumble. Hey George, we're almost done buddy. this transpose tool that's like blowing my mind. Oh, this is perfect. You say the hill's too steep to climb. Climb it. You say you'd like to see me try. And I'll choose the time And I'll climb That hill in my own way And every day Is the right day No, that's not it <clears throat> And as I rise above The tree line in the clouds I look down Hear the sound of the things you said today. I like that song. The blacks aren't going to be happy because flavored tobacco also includes menthol. Well, they're never happy. <clears throat> Fearlessly, the idiot faced the crowd. Straight turns round, frowning. And who's the fool who wears the crown? Look down in your own way. I can actually probably play it higher. Oh, how dare you! Ah, whatever. 
is one of my favorite songs. You sound awesome. Thank you. You better play Rolling on the River, not Van... Oh, Toronto Jew Bear wanted me to do I Put a Spell on You as Ira. There we go. Yeah, he requested me that on Instagram. I, I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. You better stop the thing that you're doing. I said, oh, watch out, I ain't lying. Whoa, I'm fucking lying. Ain't gonna take none of your anti Semitism. Ain't gonna take none of your. Fucking put me down. I put a lean on you. Because you're swine. <laughs> well, all right, yeah. Oh, Jesus, I'm squirting again. I put a lean on you. Because you're swine. You better stop messing with the Jew, yeah. You better watch out, cause I'm squirting. Oh, I'm squirting, oh yeah. You better listen to Paul, yeah. Paul gets it, oh Jesus, I'm squirting again. I put a spill on you. Denmark Bear says, it's a lame song. No. Uh, Fair Texas Bear says, bravo, instant hit. Yeah, dude. Denmark Bear gets so bent out of shape whenever I talk about terrain theory and like actual health. For those of you that don't know, he's a doctor. So his entire little hustle, his racket, is based on people believing that there's invisible forces flying from person to person based on not rubbing lotion on your hands. And then what does he do? He puts a finger in your anus and figures out if you have quote unquote cancer. And then if you don't, that's when he penetrates. All right, any, uh, I'll do one more song. Hit me with a song, everybody. Come on, let's do this. Don't, don't be gay. <laughs> I had fun today. And, and with, you know, I'm gonna put the Paul thing to rest. I just, uh, I just really enjoy reading bitch food comments because a lot of times they're helpful. And, and you know, the, uh, the, the absolute outrage about me making fun of Paul has led me to do it a lot more because that's my personality. And I, you know, I, I try not to be a contrarian, but it's just what I do for a living. Uh, he played, BB, can you play the man in me? I don't know what that is. That's definitely, that's definitely about. Denmark bear. Fake plastic trees? Yeah, I can play that for you. Fake plastic trees. I love the way you are. I like that song too. Like you and I bear. Her play fake plastic watering can. For her fake for her fake Chinese rubber plant. In the I'm transposing. 
I can't believe how good this is to be able to transpose. All right. Her fake plastic watering can For her fake Chinese rubber plant In the fake plastic earth I haven't heard this song in a long time. But from a rubber man in a town full of rubber plants to get rid of itself, it wears her out. It wears her out. She lives with a broken man Paraplegic is a broken man Who can't feel his dick Okay, give me another one. What about our Karma Police? You want to hear this band? Oh, Denmark Bear. Looks like we had a little bit of a synchronicity. This man, he talks in math. He buzzes like a fridge. He's like a detuned radio. Sorry, guys. people can I fan Shoreham are the private Jewish police force in Brooklyn smart 
I think we should do that. I think we should have Barums. The Barum. What's that? It's the private bear police. We, we just manage ourselves. We don't go against the law of the land. Lean on you when you can't pay. Uh, you're full-blown gay. I'll put a lean on, lean on you. final super chats if you'd like to support the stream p.o box 490 sandpoint idaho 83864 the only place where you'll see 
a put a lean on me riff happen right in front of your eyes because that's how we do it here. If that's okay with Paul. Uh, and then entropy streamed out live. Now squirt on each other and I'll film it for cash. And if you have a problem, we'll get in the grabber copter and dash. And I'll poison all the babies and clip all their dicks. But if you have a problem, I'll get you arrested. Put a lean on me. All right. Choking, laughing. Thank you, Jen. All right. Uh, last one. Francisco Estrada. Great stream. Thank you, Francisco. And that'll be it for me today. Kyneton, make sure you clip the Lean On Me song. That's obviously hilarious. Uh, Entropy streamed out live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. OwenBenjamin.com, BertariaCampgrounds.com. And we're winding down our pre-order for the third magazine, The Fruits of Our Labor. That's magazine.BertariaTimes.com. Because as much as we love to make fun of the groups, the J's, the B's, the gays, we get it. The Catholics, the Protestants, the Muzzies, the Buddhists, those dirty Quakers, those fucked up Confucianists. It's all about us building our own shit. And so uh, focus on that. If you'd like to find social media that doesn't make you feel very afraid and alone, you can always subscribe to app.bertariatimes.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruity and boy, guy.